great God from heaven, we come before you this morning. Just thanking you for a wonderful day that you have set before us. Thanking you, Father, for grace and mercy. Grace and mercy that is going to take us a long way. We thank you, Father God, for our pastor, a man who is standing in the gap as many have left the pulpits and went other ways. Some have even went astray. So we honor our leader here in this house. We thank God for all of our associate pastors as well. Thank you for blessing us all, oh Father God. Bless everyone that's seated here this morning as we prepare to hear a brief word from our sponsor, you God. We just want to thank you, praise you, and honor you. For we could have been somewhere else. But Lord, you allowed us to be here this morning. Hearts beating, eyes open, ears open, the blood running warm in our veins. So we thank you, Father God, and we praise you for all that it's worth. And it's worth more than we could ever imagine or think. And we honor you, praise you, and thank you. And let us all listen attentively, Lord God, as we hear a fresh word from heaven. Apply it to our hearts and to our minds and to our feet as we walk it out into this life. And it's all in the mighty master's name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. Good morning, good morning, and God bless you all for being here this morning. We have enjoyed such beautiful beginning and until now days of the year. Amen. So let us give ourselves a hand. Amen for being here today. Amen. You deserve a hand clap. Amen. A lot of people are turning over this time in the morning and not even thinking about church. Amen. But we're here today and we're standing today only because he made a way. Amen. As we have read Genesis 32 in its entirety the story picks up long before it was written in Genesis 32 the story of Jacob and Esau Jacob and Esau were struggling even while they was in Rebekah's womb and the struggle is even continued today with wars 
against countries against each other over in the Middle East. Amen. So now we share here a story of the two brothers and what happened along the way. With all our imperfections, our weaknesses, Lord, I know you walk with us through it all. The limp I can still use to glorify you and still be able to praise you with my flaws. If I use, if I would use for a subject this morning, I would use keep on walking with the limp. Keep on walking with the limp. After 20 or so years of marriage, Isaac prayed for a child, and God answered the call. Rebecca became pregnant. She felt the babies moving inside of her, so she asked God why this was happening. God replied, Rebecca, that two nations were inside your womb. She was pregnant with twins, and a battle was already being waged inside of her. God told Rebekah that one of the twins would be stronger than the other, and that the opposite of what tradition would normally dictate, the younger one will rule over the firstborn. Esau was born first and the Bible notes that he was red in color and covered with fine hair Jacob was born next holding on to his brother's heel Webster gives the definition for limp and we'll hear more about this limp a little bit later in the message Limp is to walk lamely, especially to walk favoring one leg. Spiritually, a limp is something to remind us that God has been there. God will visit us in many ways to show us we can't do it on our own. We need more of him and anything else in this whole wide world. Along life's narrow journey, you will run into some things, someone, somebody, or some enemies that will drive you to the brink of giving up on God. But if you hold on to God's unchanging hand, he will bring you through, just trust him. And take him at his word. And his word of promise is his blessing. And his blessings are yes and amen. I'll repeat that. His blessings are yes and amen. So you can count on God's blessings to come. 
All we have to do is stay in line with the promise. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. So the story picks up. Genesis 32, 1 through 5. I will read. So Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's camp. And he called the name of that place Mahanaim. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Speak thus to my lord Esau. Thus your servant Jacob says, I have dwelt with Laban and stayed there until now. I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, and male and female servants, and I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find favor in his sight. As we have just heard, from the beginning we clearly see that God sent a host of angels to meet Jacob because he, God knew what Jacob was about to face or he thought or what he thought was what he was about to face and that was his brother Esau. God had already knew that Jacob has was ha- having some fear issues. So God set him up with protection, and he didn't even see it. Second right. <laughs> Kings 6 and 16 says, Don't worry about it. There are more on our side right, right, right. than on their side. You see, Jacob had some fear issues because he thought, all the dirt he had done previous years toward Esau, he thought that his life was in danger. But lo and behold, God had already set him up some protection. He didn't need the CIA. He didn't need the FBI. He didn't need any bodyguards. All he had to do is trust God and take him at his word. Trust God and see that the angels were with him for a reason. We find Jacob 20 years later, after his mother Rebecca persuaded Jacob to deceive his blind father and steal his brother's Esau's birthright and blessings. The last time Jacob had seen Esau, his older brother, had been he had been ready to kill him for stealing the family blessing. Esau was so angry he had vowed to kill Jacob as soon as the father died, but Jacob left. Jacob left. He got out of Dodge. He went to live with Laban. And then he, re- he feared the reunion of he and his brothers. He sent messengers ahead, hoping to win his brother over by sending gifts 
that he had gained over the years. Now just imagine for a moment, 20 years and all that he had accumulated, he had become extremely wealthy. If even just one man have 20,000 cattle, just say for instance, each head of cattle is worth millions. Okay? Each herd of whatever he had turned over big profits. So he started to think about it and he says, I done my brother wrong a long time ago. So he may be out to get me still even after 20 years. He had amassed such wealth until he broke him down into two companies. Two companies. Pastor Stephen, you was the first sergeant. You know about companies. Companies consist of as much as four to 800 people, depending upon the, the unit. So he had two companies he had to worry about. He had to worry about whether one company was going to be killed before he met his brother Esau. Esau might not have even been thinking about him. But as soon as Jacob heard that he had 400 men with him, he began to worry. He began to worry because he thought that he was just about to meet his maker. Amen. And if Esau would have gotten hold to him, he probably would have met his maker. But God had already preordained and pre-established Jacob to get that blessing even after all said and done. What if somebody would have done you wrong 20 years ago? What would you say or what would you do today? Would you forgive them? Or would you be ready to take the knife or the gun to him? Take your pick. I'll let you answer that on your own time. Be good. Don't do nothing bad. Jacob was gripped with fear, knowing he was probably about to be taken out. Moving forward. Jacob got the word that Esau had, all these men, as I forestated. And he couldn't do nothing but pray to God. Isn't it funny how we pray to God when trouble is knocking at our door? And if we prayed before trouble starts or before trouble takes place, then will we be ready to take on anything that it is that's coming our way. So he began to pray and he says, and reminds God, O God of my grandfather Abraham, 
and God of my father Isaac. O oh Lord, you told me, return to your own land and to your relatives. And you promised me, I will treat you kindly. I'm not worthy of it all. Then fell in love and faithfulness. You have shown me, your servant. When I left home and crossed the Jordan River, I own nothing except a walking stick. And you'll see later, he needed that walking stick. But I won't go ahead of myself. Only thing he had left was his walking stick. And they say, oh, Lord, please, please rescue me from the hand of my brother Esau. I'm afraid that he's coming to attack me along with his wives, along with my wives and children. Then he says, but you promised me I will surely treat you kindly and I will multiply your descendants until they become as numerous as the sands along the seashore. Too many to count. After praying, Jacob and his wives, servants, and 11 children got up during the night and crossed over the brook Jabbok. Jacob stayed behind in the camp. Then he wrestles with the angel. And the angel could not get away, so he threw Jacob's hip out of joint, leaving him with a limp. Sometimes we have to wait on God to bring our blessing. While waiting on God, we have to sacrifice something until we get the blessing, and it may be just a limp. So we can remember what it takes to get our breakthrough. Getting our breakthrough is worth fighting for. Look at God. All these years, nowhere does it state that Jacob repented. Isn't that like God? He had already forgiven him before he got in trouble. He didn't repent, so God still forgave him. God's grace was sufficient to keep him over 20 years. What a mighty God we serve. I heard a song over the years goes like this. I'm tired. I'm broken. Innocence stolen. And I know I'm a different man. See, life hits and life hurts. I think I've seen some of life's worst. But you've been there so you understand. See, I fell and I broke something. But I couldn't tell because I kept running. Away from your love and grace. So my trips and my pains... My failures, the only one makes me desperate to seek your face. The devil hoped this injury would have stopped me, but God calls me to be unstoppable. 
and take defeat, but I know Jesus walks with me. So I just keep on walking with the limp. Just keep on walking with the limp. I'm imperfect, so I slipped up. And I had my heart ripped up. But you are the lifter of my head. So please come and please heal me how I think and how I feel. And I live by what you say. And you said, heavy laden, come to me. The sick, the flawed, the lame, the weak. And I'll be everything you need. So I'll just keep on walking with the limp. Limps are every weakness. Limps are every flaw. And we were born handicapped. But God gives us our strength back. And all that we like, if you just keep on walking with the limp, I'll pursue, vic- I'll pursue victory. Because when they beat you, you look just like me, Jesus says. You were struggling with your passion, and your love had kept you from walking with the limp. To Calvary walking with your limp. No matter what they said, you kept on walking. Yes, that's my Savior walking to the cross with his limb. Just some just so just so one day I could walk with my limb and I could still be loved with my limb. I could still be used even if I limp. I could still be saved with my limp. So I'll just keep on walking with the limp. Just a few couple weeks ago, I was laid in the hospital on my back. And I look up at the ceiling. They gave me all the results of the blood work and everything they had to do and there was nothing wrong Amen. but I came out with a limp and not a physical limp but a reminder for me to let me know that God was still with me I knew it all along because I had faith and I trusted in him but today I have a limp. And that limp is going to take me from here to the grave. I don't care how many times it hurts. I don't care how much pain I have to bear. But long as I have that limp to remind me that God is still there. The moral of the story is Keep on walking with the limp because it's from here to there where God is going to take you. And I conclude with what I began with. With all my perfections and my weakness, Lord, I know you walk with me through it all. And with this limp, I can still glorify you and still be able 
to praise you with my flaws. Yeah, yeah.